We have been notoriously feeble in preparing for the next generation. The lack of discipline and financial matters keep many of us in crisis with little or no money to see us through the tough time. We spend more money on looking good than any other people in the nation. We're gonna be broke, but we're gonna look good. We spend more money on hair, tennis shoes, jewelry, and cosmetic and clothes, and very little on investing and saving and managing. And we wonder why we have nothing. This is Jerry G. Martin. You just heard the introduction to our sermon, Succeeding in Business, God's Way. And we started off with some family talk. If you have a business of any kind, this is a special message to you. Listen in with your family members. Join us today as we share how you can allow God to handle and manage your business. There are those who think that the only reason we come to Christ and surrender our lives to him is so we can get a ticket to heaven. But I'm going to be the first to say that eternal life with Christ in heaven and missing hell is and going to a place of eternity with God is a very good reason to give your life to Christ. But I'll also say that Jesus came that you may have life and life more abundantly. God told Abraham, the whole world is going to see that you're going to be blessed. And I suggest to you that God is pleased for believers to walk in life with the blessing and prosperity so others can see how God has blessed your life. And God wants us in various positions of influence all around the world. We can do more when we're in positions of influence and power. We can do more for God when we have influence. We can do more for God when we have money, we have power, and we have influence. Now, maybe if you had money and power and influence, you ain't thinking about God. But that's who I'm thinking about with power and influence. We're thinking about God. God wants to put us in places. But we have to have the right understanding and the attitude. I want you to go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10. This is God talking to his people as he's bringing them into the promised land and blessing them. He says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you this day. So he says this, give thanks to God for the good land he has given you. Now, you know, a lot of us don't really appreciate what we have. Somebody else have to come and appreciate what we have before we appreciate it. You might not like your house. Somebody else will come over here, ooh, this is a fine house. People all over the world are trying to get to the United States. Some of them lost their lives just recently being smuggled in here. Why do they want to do that? So they can come to this good land where they have an opportunity to make good money and prosper. If I could just get there, I know I can make it. And you got people who've been here all of our lives and we're saying, this ain't about nothing, man. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing for me. I can't do nothing. I can't get nothing. I can't do nothing. You better understand where you're at. You're in a place where you can prosper. Ain't nobody holding you back. That's nobody holding you back. Nobody's stopping you from prospering. And if they are, you will find them when you look in the mirror. People all over the world are coming here. If I can get to that land, I could just make it. 
He says, give thanks to the God for the good land he has given you. You are here. So be careful, he says. Do not forget the Lord your God while you are here. Don't forget God, his commands, his law, and his decree. I used to work for a company and I was in charge. Uh, one of my assignments for a while was working with minority vendors, minority businesses to assist them and help them to, to get contracts and services with our company. This was back in the um, early 90s. In Houston, they would publish in the Houston Business Journal uh, the minority businesses and the top minority businesses. So I would look at some of these businesses and they would be in these top 25 minority businesses. Well, I looked at that business journal about four or five years ago. The top 25 minority-owned businesses in the city, there was not one African-American company in that list. Not one. Not one. There were some black folks on that list, but they were from, the, from Africa, Nigeria, the Caribbean, but no African-American, no Negroes from this country on that list. There's something wrong with that picture. We have bought into this thing about we can't get it done. Well, they can get it done. The Hispanics were on the list. They were getting it done. The Orientals and Asians were on the list. They were getting it done. Don't tell me we can't get it done. We need to change our mind and get a better understanding. And if you got God on your side, you sure can get it done. So he says, be careful. Do not forget the Lord your God and his command and his law and his decrees. Don't y'all get mad at me. I'm talking to everybody online and all around the world, all over the country. This is going to go viral. Verse 12 says, otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and your gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your hearts will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He says, watch out. Be careful when you get a good job with some 401k. You get that good job, be careful. Don't become big-headed and proud before the Lord your God. He was the one that brought you out of slavery. He's the one that brought you out of poverty. He's the one that's doing whatever he needs to do to make it work for you. Look at what it says. Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord. You'll forget the Lord. You'll forget to pray. You'll forget to worship. You'll forget to read your Bible. You'll forget to stand on the promises of God. You'll just be going through the motions. Well, I go to church because I know you, I, I, I'm supposed to go to church and I need somewhere to, to have my funeral. He says, be careful. Then verse 15 says, he led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your father's never known to humble you and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. Listen, God can lead you in a desert. God can lead you in a recession. God can lead you in a depression. God says, I brought you through a dreadful desert. We're getting ready to go into a dreadful desert. I'm telling you now, every one of you, if you got debt, get that debt off your back. 
Stop spending all your money. You better start trying to get you something together. Things are going to get worse than they are now. He brought you water out of a rock. And he gave you food in the desert. The scripture is telling us that God is able to supply no matter what's going on. Water out of a rock, food in the desert, God is able. Somebody say God is able. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be dismayed. We don't have to be afraid because God is able. And if God, if our God is your God, he's able to do it. God will test you to see if you're going to continue to trust him. He's going to test you and see where you are. Verse 17, if you say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirm his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. When you start making this money, don't pat yourself on the back about how smart you are, how strategic you are, and how you can do all of this. He said, no, don't, don't do that. You want to remember where it came from. Always remember the Lord your God, for he gives you the ability. He gives you the ability. He gives you the ability to get wealth. If he just gave you wealth and you lost it, you got to ask him for some more wealth. But if you have ability, you can lose it and have ability again. You see, some of the most wealthiest people said, you know, I lost everything I had when I first got started. And then I started over again and I got it again. Then you got some people can never, ever find out how to be prosperous. They don't have the ability to do it, but God can give you the ability. So those of you who are in business, one of the things you need to do is engage with God so that he can continue to give you the ability. Somebody say ability. He gives you the ability to produce it. So if you're in business, you should take a moment to give God thanks for the ability that he has given you. But I want to ask the question, how many of you would say, Lord, if you would bless me with a successful business, I will be a blessing to the kingdom of God and the people of God. So when you decide to go into business, you have to ask yourself, whose business is it? Is it your business or is it God's business? See, there are some of you who are listening to me right now who's had dreams and ideas about operating a business or starting a business. Some have tried and have failed and are reluctant to try again. And some have never tried because of a fear of failure, a lack of confidence. But it is God who has given you these ideas and dreams. Somebody else or some circumstances or maybe even you yourself have talked yourself out of what God was trying to do in your life. How many of you talk yourself out of something? I don't think I can do that. I have this idea, but I don't know if I can do that. I had this thought, but I don't know if I can do that. You talk yourself out of it. Somebody else will take your idea and go make money off of it. I want to take some time to encourage you, those of you who are business owners and the rest who are thinking about business. If you are an employee, you still have some business. You have your own. But I want to follow some words of wisdom from the scriptures, and we will find ourselves, if we follow these, most likely to prosper as we do so. 
So from the wisdom of Solomon, we can learn how to be successful in our business endeavors. Number one is, commit your ideas and your plans to God first. If you haven't done that already, take your ideas and your plans and submit them to God. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Lord, I need your ideas. I need your wisdom. I need your insight. I need your your guidance in what I have in my heart to do. Proverbs 16.3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Submit to the Lord whatever you're doing. Say, Lord, this is what's in my heart. I want to bring it to you. I want to submit it to you. I want you to govern it. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me. I want your wisdom. So how do we commit to the Lord? We do so in our prayer. We do so by acknowledging him and asking for his wisdom and asking for his knowledge and asking for his understanding. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I'm concluding my series on God's blessings in tough time with a message for all business people. And this message is how to succeed in business God's way. We started off this message with a little family talk, and then we talked about how to use the wisdom of God and the word of God to help you to be successful in all of your business ventures. So if this is the first day that you've listened to this message, I want to encourage you to listen for the remainder of the week, end of the week on Friday. Join in with us as I pray for every business person and touch and agree with us. Touch and agree with us because that prayer is for you as well. That'll be that will be on our Friday program. Now, if you would like to hear this message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. This is one of those messages that not only are you going to want to hear, you're going to want to share it with your friend. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. I invite you to come and be our guest at The Light of the World. God is doing some amazing and wonderful things. We are meeting in person. And join us each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore where you can get your Bibles and books and communion supplies along with offering envelopes or whatever you need for your congregation. Call the Beacon Bookstore. Call them at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.